0: Okay, welcome to January 14th on Joe's Daily U.S. History Lesson. And I, your host, Joseph DiCristoforo, and this show is going through some changes. Yes, it is. I'm working on the new YouTube channel with new content hot off the keystrokes of my fingertips. I still do my own research, recording, editing, and marketing, but I think the time has come for me to change the name of this podcast. It's that word history. It sounds so boring. Lately, I've been asking for input on what to change the name to, and I appreciate the response from my friends thus far. What do you think about Joe's Daily U.S. Freedoms? Hit me up on Facebook, facebook.com slash Joe's Daily U.S. History Lesson. Thanks very much for that. Don't forget to like and share while you're there. And now on to today's headlines. Wallace gives segregation forever speech in Alabama Governor inaugural... Plus, the Specie Resumption Act turns paper money into gold, the legend of Paul Bunyan and Babe the Blue Ox, and Dion Lewis runs, catches, and kick returns in the same game. All right, so now let's do this. 1963. Wallace gives inaugural speech as new Alabama governor. And I quote, It is very appropriate that from this cradle of the Confederacy, this very heart of the great Anglo-Saxon Southland, that today we sound the drum for freedom as have our generations of forebears before us time and again, down through history. In the name of the greatest people that have ever trod this earth, I draw the line of the dust and toss the gauntlet before the feet of tyranny, and I say, segregation now, segregation tomorrow, segregation forever. George Wallace changed his political stripes several times during his long political career, but this made him the most famous of all. He was a lawyer known as the Little Fighter due to his early boxing abilities. In 1958, he ran for governor of Alabama and was actually endorsed by the NAACP. His opponent, on the other hand, was endorsed by the Ku Klux Klan and walloped Wallace in the election. So George changed his tune for the next one and became the Incredible Racist Man, Man, which won him the election in 1962. On January 14, 1963, he delivered his famous segregation speech and followed up with his words. That same year, Wallace led the stand in the schoolhouse door to physically block two African-American students from getting into the University of Alabama. JFK sent federal troops to have Wallace removed. Segregation over. Wallace became more moderate as time went on, becoming to date the only person who served four terms as Alabama governor but losing presidential elections. His last term at governor saw a striking turnaround for Wallace as he apologized for his previous segregation comments and began winning the hearts of black voters. He made more African American political appointments than any other figure in Alabama history. He retired in 1986 with another speech radically different from the 60s. In it, he said, climb on, climb on to higher heights. Climb on until you reach the very peak. Then look back and wave at me. I too will still be climbing. George Wallace died in 1998. 1875. Specie Resumption Act turns greenback paper money into gold. Quite figuratively. During the Civil War, US President Abraham Lincoln authorized the Treasury to issue around $450 million in paper money known as greenbacks that was not backed by specie, such as gold or silver. This would finance the war effort and worked very well for farmers as well as folks in debt who wanted new greenback notes to cause an inflation to give them a break. After the war, the Funding Act of 1866 expired many greenbacks, but in 1872, President Ulysses Grant would veto an inflation bill which would bring in new greenbacks. The Panic of 1873 brought down the value of our paper money from $35 million to $5 million. Tensions brewed between loaners and debtors, and hard money advocates argued the constitutionality for how paper money is used. Interestingly enough, around this time, greenbacks covered half of the nation's entire spending, And on this day in 1875, Congress allowed the U.S. Treasury to buy back 25% of greenbacks from the public and exchange it for gold at its current rate. The act would not go into effect until 1879. The bill would also limit greenback circulation to $300 million and that paper coins would be removed from circulation and replaced with silver. Yet, the greenback would survive. And according to moneyfactory.gov, $130,000 out of $347,000,000 outstanding greenbacks were exchanged for redemption. That's it. I'll say it again. $130,000 out of $347,000,000. The greenbacks, my friends, was clearly here to stay. 1937. Paul Bunyan and Babe the Big Blue Ox finally go on display in Bemidji, Minnesota. This famous folklore, or fake lore as some call it, has roots that are pretty tough to trace. But, and you might want to sit down for this one and don't freak out, Paul Bunyan might actually be French-Canadian. Okay, look, I'm sorry if that ruined your day, but just hear me out. Paul has stories dating back to the early 19th century. When he was a baby, it took five large storks to carry him to Maine. His axe created the Grand Canyon, although, what I heard was that Chuck Norris one day entered a sandcastle-making contest, Roundhouse kicked a mountain, and that's what created the Grand Canyon. Now, Babe, the big blue ox, left giant footprints through Minnesota, which flooded and became the 10,000 lakes. Not to be outdone, the first giraffe was created when Chuck Norris uppercutted a horse. According to legends of Paul Bunyan, lumberjack, by K. Bernice Stewart and Homer A. Watt. Bunyan was a powerful giant, seven feet tall and with a stride of seven feet. He was famous throughout the lumberjack districts for his great physical strength. Meanwhile, Chuck Norris doesn't do push-ups. He does earth downs, okay? Paul Bunyan's appetite was so huge, he had a stove the size of an acre. His hotcake griddle was so large, It was greased by men using sides of bacon for skates. So says the encyclopedia. He was around in stories that were told in PA, Wisconsin, Maine, several other places, until James MacGillivray published The Round River Drive in 1910, which began featuring Paul Bunyan stories. Within 15 years, the legendary tales rose to just plain silliness. Finally, on this day, a statue is built in his honor in Bemidji. He has other statues along with Babe in Klamath, California, as well as Michigan, and a giant 31-foot-tall statue of him in Bangor, Maine. 2017, Dion Lewis runs, catches, and kick returns in the same game. Yeah, Dale Sayers did that in 1965, and Tyreek Hill in 2016, but they didn't do that in January... Dion's the first one to do so in a postseason game. How many different ways can a running back from New England score? Well, as the Houston Texans found out, way too many after losing 31-16 in that game. And so that, my friends, is going to wrap up January 14th on Joe's Daily U.S. History Lesson. Once again, I'm your host, Joseph DiCristoforo. Check out the website, joesdailyushistorylesson.com, as well as the Facebook page. Let me know what your take is on today's show. For example... What about George Wallace? Was he a racist? Was he not a racist? Or was he just another politician? I think many of us would go with the latter on that one. What about paper money being used as a standard? I know a lot of people like the gold as the standard. Or who do you think is more of a badass? Paul Bunyan or Chuck Norris? I can't believe I just said that. Look, if I don't have a show tomorrow, it's probably because Chuck Norris turned me into a pancake. Did you see that game back in 2017 between the Pats and the Texans? That was a playoff game, I believe. So yeah, let me know what you think. And while you're on the website, you can also take a shot at some of the multiple choice questions on there. I made them all by myself. Good for me. And be sure to check out tomorrow's program. I'll talk about Kingpin Meyer Mob, the Titanosaurus, and Martin Luther King. So don't miss that. And until then, thanks for listening, everyone, and thanks for being great patriotic Americans. And we will see you tomorrow.